and serving you an adequate dress made of material that is on my body. Vintage? No. Elegant? No. Still stuck on me? Just a bow. If you like it, put a bow on it. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, babes. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to Thanks for Coming, the most fabulously gay podcast that there ever was. We are so excited to be back with you this week talking about the UK drag race. Girl, this was a week. Uh, Yes, it was. I have feelings and comments. Yeah, I also have feelings and comments. <laughs> yeah, well, my favorite thing was your tweet about how it was, how who's going to be shockingly eliminated this week. Yeah. And then, oh. like before the um, episode. Totally. <laughs> Called it. Yup. C- cut and print. <laughs> Oracle. Yes, Claim it. <laughs> uh, before we get too into that, though, I just want to check in with you all. You know, we've been kind of covering hot topics lately at the top of the show, but I just was wondering uh, how you guys were doing, if there's any updates or or whatever you want to tell the people. <laughs> I tend to um, keep information to myself as to not jinx myself. <laughs> He's a snake. But yeah, I can be, not going to lie, it's fine. Um, <laughs> if you piss me off, so there's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess I came out and said it on the live, if you tuned in to Seth and I's um, inauguration ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. I I was wearing Versace. I was wearing my repeater badge and essence of Mary Jane. <laughs> oh yes, just a subtle essence. Subtle essence. But anyway, I am getting ready to take the state exam and the national exam to become a real estate agent in the state of Indiana. Well, yes, um when this episode comes out, I would have taken it. It happens on Wednesday. So the day after this episode, right? Yes. Yes. So when you're listening to this episode, you can all wish Jamal good luck. Thank you. Please send good vibes. I'm a terrible test taker. I just get all kinds of anxiety and it's like a whole situation that happens internally. So um, yeah. I feel pretty good about it, though. Getting through the class was a lot harder than I thought it would would be. It took me a little longer than I anticipated, but I mean, COVID happened, life was happening, so I'm just happy to be done with the class, honestly, and I will be licensed, it's just a matter of when, so send good vibes. Yes, girl, (laughs) and clients, (laughs) because... Yes, thank you, in advance. (laughs) We need some work, girl. (laughs) Yes, send me some work. I don't plan on leaving my day job anytime soon, so I'm going to do both if I can for um, a longer extended period, but yes, send clients... I'm very cute and fun, and I don't take anyone's bullshit. You guys know me. Yes, girl. <laughs> um, what about you, Stoney? Is there anything you'd like to update the listeners on? Stoney's in a mood today. Do you want to talk um, about that? Or should we... <laughs> I'm not quite sure I understand either, but I've been told. Um, no, I'm doing fine. I think it's just... I've had, like... I've been really busy at work lately, and honestly, like, January and February for me are, like, the two worst months of the year. Oh, It's yeah. just, like seasonal depression yeah it's just like uh like can this please be over i'm so ready for like spring and like like i want to be able to like go outside and like feel the sun on my like my white body yeah (laughs) sun's out buns out am i right girls (laughs) because i'm just like i don't know i'm just tired of the the darkness i guess yeah i feel you well maybe uh pacific northwest is not for you yeah i could never that's why like i could never live like in seattle i don't think because it's just i don't know i think i would probably end up like killing myself oh no (laughs) trigger warning damn that went south really quickly Woo! (laughs) i'm just saying that like i do not do well like when it's like not yeah i need like sunny and warm yeah Yeah. it's like sunny and warm in the summer for like four months I had a blast in Seattle, but I do hate when things are wet and soggy and mushy. Oh, I like it when things Ew. are wet, so. 
<laughs> oh, and um, quick shout out to you listeners. Thank you. Um, I did lose my great uncle back in Alaska. He's my mom's uncle, but I grew up with him. Um, that family being stationed in Chicago. That's where he was born and raised before he moved to Alaska. So um, we're all doing okay. Thank you for the kind words. And for those of you who reached out and texted me, it definitely helped. I appreciate you. Yes, girl. And big shouts shout out to Lorraine from the Once Upon a Nightmare podcast for always being a genuinely great person, but yes. also for for sending Jamal uh nice wishes on that topic and I passed them along to Jamal so he saw them. Yes, thank you very much. Um Love, love, love your pod and love your energy. Thanks for sharing it, sis. Yes, you guys should all go subscribe to Lorraine if you haven't already yet. It's a great podcast, like about kind of all things horror, not necessarily just movie reviews, but like sort of um, like horror topics. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, I enjoy it. And short episodes, which can be nice. Yeah, girl, I like a short episode because like, all A, it's easier to do as a podcaster. <laughs> but like, And you can fly through more of them faster. Well, that too, yeah. But, it, but then like sometimes like I just like I'll listen to half a podcast and be like, I'm tired of listening to podcasts and then like mm-hmm. have to come back to it. So if the episodes are shorter, then I can just like listen to the whole episode. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of the updates. I uh, don't really have too much to say about me. You know, nothing too crazy is going on. I'm just uh, kind of same old, same old situation over here. Seth is wearing my favorite color on his head tonight. He's got a mustard beanie on and I'm jealous. Yes, I wore uh, my yellow beanie today in honor of Jenny Lemon because, you know, we'll get there. But I thought it was really <laughs> appropriate to wear this color today. Uh-oh, that might be a different shade of yellow by the time we get to that convo. Yes, girl. <laughs> it's the magically color-changing beanie that you can now find on our online store. Check the links down below. Yeah, shades of yellow for everyone. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yellow in the winter, how groundbreaking. Even groundbreaking. for the extra pale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, let's go ahead and get into the episode. What do you think, girls? Let's we have lots of tea to dish today. Mm-hmm. Lots to um talk about for sure. Let's go, girls. Do 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 <laughs> Woohoo uh, Honest Tea. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that went down last week in RuPaul's Drag Race UK, episode three. Episode three, I mistitled the recording again. Wow. (laughs) I put episode four. (laughs) It's so confusing. (laughs) Wow, what's happening? Where are we? Whoopsies. (laughs) (laughs) yes episode three so exciting yes gal there was quite a lot that happened in this episode so we'll go ahead and get right on into it so that we can get to all of the major plot points (laughs) (laughs) so at the top of the show cherry valentine has sashayed away r.i.p cherry way too soon gone too soon i feel robbed a little bit yeah, this is a um, a season full of upsets. <laughs> yeah, and all the queens are pretty solid right off top, so it's harder each elimination. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely is kind of crazy. Like three episodes in, and like none of the people that I thought would go home, I like have went home yet. <laughs> yeah, so either we were completely wrong, or there are some shenanigans going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I call stunts. Stunts. Yes, girl. Stunts and arts and crafts. Definitely arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. So at the top of the show, you know, she's eliminated. Uh, there's lots of build up for the queens <laughs> to step up their pussy. Um, <laughs> nothing too notable. Then it's the next day in the workroom and the girls are waiting for the sirens to go off for some room mail. Uh, insert witty British banter here. <laughs> 
<laughs> or um, RuPaul saying, hello, Govna, or whatever other line he's got in his pocket. Well, I would like to say um, that this is actually the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK that RuPaul did not come into the workroom and say, hello, Govna, when entering the room. Ooh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've <laughs> moved on, girl. She fe- She finally got bored. <laughs> This is what growth looks like. Yes, girl. The uh, the redemption arc here for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week's mini challenge, the girls will be getting into Notting Hill Carnival drag. Then the girls will see how low they can go. That's right. The girls will be playing a game of where all of sister sisters outfits with circles on them belong. Limbo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you fucking said it. Someone had to. This episode is my breaking point with sister sister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl. I have a lot to say to you. So listeners just know that me and Stoney are going to let her have it. Let's make that three of us. I'll just save yeah. it for when we get there. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. What do they say? Uh, you all right, babes? <laughs> bimini, bimini voice. Yes. So the limbo competition will be DJed by infamous UK drag queen royalty, Jody Harsh. Thank you, Drag Race, for introducing me to another queer artist I knew nothing about. I feel a little shameful about it, but um, I have followed them on Spotify. Yes, and Jody, I believe, does... I don't know if... Is it... It might be the official UK recap show. Oh. Like, kind of like the pit stop. I don't remember. I watched, like, the, for the first episode, so I, I, I don't remember exactly what I watched. <laughs> but oh, I remember like watching on Jody. YouTube? Yeah, on YouTube. Oh, We'll have to check that out. I had no idea. Yeah, check out the YouTube gal if you want to see more Jody Harsh. Very, very harsh. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure why your go-to would be a headdress for a limbo competition, but here we are with several girls wearing tall headdresses. <laughs> I don't know if this is part of the carnival atmosphere, but I just think it's a kind of... um. Mm, a dick measuring contest for drag queens like i'm gonna show you i'm gonna put on this heel i'm gonna put on this headdress honey and i'm gonna hit this beyonce sierra and shimmy my ass under this pole so maybe they were just flexing i don't know yeah show a little side bush maybe (laughs) or balls people seem to be offended i don't know i was just more like what was like the point of the limbo (laughs) competition because i feel like it like went on forever (laughs) They were yeah. just like, and I'm like, this is like the mini challenge. <laughs> RuPaul just keeps going, lower the bar. I, I Yeah, I feel like uh, Ru just wanted to kept, keep saying that over and over. Yeah, like lower the bar seems like something more appropriate for the American season. Ooh, ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. <laughs> Oopsies. Someone said it. It's on period. <laughs> hey, I'm not disagreeing. All right. So... In the end of this little mini challenge here, it comes down to a complete tie. Um, the absolute low of the lows are Tace and Veronica Green. Get it, Queens. I figured Tace would get through this. Something about Tace says that bitch can limbo. And Veronica is just a hungry queen in the best way. So not surprised. Veronica is just desperate to prove how great she is. <laughs> so she's willing to go as low as it takes no matter how much it hurts her old back. Oh, my bones. Bitch, I will limbo the shit out of this floor. Oh my gosh, Stoney, your poor kneecap. Stoney was on the couch earlier, listeners, and he was like, oh my gosh, my kneecap hurts. Uh oh. I don't know, like, if you'd be able to get through this challenge at the ripe old age of 34. (laughs) No, that's another reason that I'm in such a mood today because I'm, like, having (laughs) random aches and pains throughout my entire body. Oh, no. I'm like, is this. (laughs) What like being thirty five is supposed to feel like? Oh, no. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is the eldest member of the podcast? <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes. damn. Just like laying on the couch, and all of a sudden, my kneecap just like starts like bursting in pain. Oh, yeah, bursting. Ouch. <laughs> oh, I guess she's dripping. I guess. <laughs> she's- <laughs> I'll get the Epsom salt baths ready. Yeah, girl, we need some Epsom salt baths. Maybe schedule a knee replacement. 
Still needs to get that bionic knee, girl. <laughs> then you'll be able to bust it for real. Bust it down real well. I don't well. know, queen, but I'm like... I'm not even standing and it's like hurting for some reason. Oh. <laughs> Just make sure when you go to the doctor, tell them that you want the knee that will let you death drop. Because <laughs> oh, okay. it's a little bit more reinforced. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that doctor? They're like, what do you mean the death drop? <laughs> and you'll get that or you'll get the, oh yeah, bitch. You'll be able to do all the stunts. <laughs> yes, mama. Come through bionic knee. Yes. So the RuPaul has the girls pair up with their best, Judy. And, you know, everyone's, I guess, excited to work together on a fun challenge as a team. But this week, actually, they will be competing against each other. So the maxi challenge, the girls will be competing with their best, Judy, to see who wore it best. I love this challenge. I watched the Fashion Police for years before it got all mixed up and crazy. I haven't seen it in a very long time. But um, I really like this look because it just takes me back. I like this challenge, excuse me, because it just takes me back to those days in my teenage jobs or like summer college jobs where I'm flipping through Us Weekly and there's like, oh, who wore it best? And it's like Mariah Carey tripping and Beyonce slaying or Mariah Carey slaying and some sad woman that we won't name. Ariana Grande. Oh, not her, but I'm sure it's happened to her. (laughs) Pony or whatever they call her. (laughs) Yeah, uh, ponytail. Poot, uh, poot Deva- was it Poot Lovato? Oh, do you guys remember Ouch. Poot? No. Oh. oh, I thought we were shading Demi. I have no I idea. You're talking about Demi Lovato. Yeah. Well, Poot's her like twin sister. Oh. Oh shit. Well, I just learned something. She yeah. has a twin. Is that for real? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Can you guys know. tweet uh, Stony and Jamal about Poot Lovato? Camp Rock. Please do. Yeah. So because Tace and Veronica won, they get to pick their colored box and assign the other teams a colored box, too. So, you know, of course, Veronica picks first and Veronica Green picks green. Of course, dangerous choice with Miss um, Visage on the panel. But, you know, you could do some good things with the color green if you use your creativity wisely. Yes, girl. They uh, assign out the colors. Unfortunately, uh, there's no yellow box for Jenny Lemon, and she gets pink. Oh, uh, pink. No, oh. <laughs> no yellow box. I just noticed that. Well, there was a yeah. gold, but that's not really yellow either. <laughs> no, no. I feel like if Jenny would have got gold, she would have been screwed because it would have been very conflicting with her like yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there were no Crocs in there. Yeah. Oh gosh, just so many problematic scenarios running through my head with that. I'm yeah. very happy that did not happen. <laughs> uh, so the girls start to sew their outfits, and Tace is struggling to sew together her leather outfit because she has the black box, and it basically took her a whole day to sew a sleeve. So we'll uh, just stay tuned till next week's episode for the runway. <laughs> no, actually, what happened is a whore just completed the whole fucking thing for her. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want to claim that outfit either. A horror. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> a horror. So many comments. I'm yes. going to wait. We'll get to her too because <laughs> I have some things to say about her. Yeah. But hey, teamwork, I guess, in a fucked up way. It's like, you know, bitch, I'm going to help you put your dress together and then hopefully I'll collect your head at the end of the day. Yes, girl. Uh, so, you know, uh, RuPaul asked Jenny this question and I wanted to ask you all, what would it have looked like if you looked, dare I say it, sexy? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know, Rue. Why don't you go back to your fucking work room or your closet, <laughs> wherever you came from? Yeah, why don't you go just leave me alone? <laughs> Listen, I know the queens would not be ready for me. I like to present a little, you know, GQ, very everyday gap moment, you know, on my boy drag. But I just have a feeling if you let me get into some actual drags, it might be striptastic um beyonce tastic big hair ass out that i don't have um look at these titties because i have to <laughs> yeah i would i would bring the energy like i feel like this is one of those moments where you don't have to be sexy like as a drag queen and as an artist really there's so many avenues you can travel down with your look and your art 
So if it had to be sexy, I would just like take it there. Kind of like a jinx monsoon. I would want to be more of like a voluptuous kind of sexy, but then let you know we can get dirty if we need to, but I'm a lady. So yeah, you'd be like, your performance would be like, I'm feeling sexy. Oh yes, very. Sorry, I can't sing Beyonce. Like I'm just gonna quit. Sorry, and, yeah. and actually, while we're at it, I'd like to issue an apology to Beyonce directly. Uh, please yes. don't sue me for that horrible. Yes, the hive appreciates that, but um, they know that you did not mean any ill intent with that. It's fine. Yeah, that 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 was actually my Tyra Sanchez impression. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's drag and it's RuPaul. So just play it up and try not to think too deeply about it, even if there's some trauma there. Yes, girl. Uh, so then we get to find out more about the drag scene in Scotland. Lawrence and Ellie talk about how the queens barely make any money doing drag there. There's kind of like, I guess, not a market for drag in Scotland. And, um, you know, I thought that was kind of shocking. That is shocking. Yeah, that was like, kind of weird i figured there was like anywhere else there would be something but i don't know i guess there's only drive throughs <laughs> yeah if you can't do a drag show perform at the window girl just like melissa I've... etheridge said come to my window oh yes the jam yeah how hasn't la done that number yet through the window come on girl let's do that i would i would come give you some coins through the window for that but hey i'm sensing an opportunity for a sponsor to send us over to scotland to create this drag presence i would love to be on the ground getting people interested in la and other queens yeah we would be happy to curate a drag scene in scotland so uh, Lawrence or Ellie, if you're listening to this, just let us know, uh, book us, uh, our, our manager will get a hold of you and we'll come, you know, make sure that all the money is flowing into your pockets. Yes, <laughs> please do it. Yes. What are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's why Ellie had to work at McDonald's because there's like not a lot of money to be made. So then Ellie works at McDonald's so that she can afford like the drag things that she wants to have to be able to perform in yeah you gotta do what you gotta do that's kind of crazy because ellie doesn't dress anything like tina burner (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna sip this drink here i smell some shade (laughs) so what do we think of taze's comments about lawrence not knowing sexual tension if it slapped her across the chops uh i i mean i just know i just know this energy I don't, I could, I don't know why. I mean, you know? they already said on the damn show, like there's not, no, nothing to see, like no energy to see. Like they've already talked about it, right? Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I have the ahead, best so. one word response to this and I'm going to quote Estina Mandela. Rude. I think it was definitely like a little misunderstanding, maybe um a little harsh on the shade front, but I mean. Very, very harsh. If, if we're going like back to back, like, you know, I, I could probably see myself doing that. I would apologize later because we need to be respectful of our queens. But yeah, I thought in the moment I was just like, ooh, shade. But I would have responded the same way. It's like, what does that bitch know? It doesn't need to even <laughs> be all that girl. Like, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It wasn't like in a negative way. It's just like there is right. sexual tension between you two. So just play off each other playful. and play. Sh- yeah, just like play off each other and play shy, but no need to be such a dick to Lawrence. Yeah, no, I agree. Lawrence is coming from more of a playful place. And uh, maybe taste was as well. Maybe we're misreading taste, but it did feel like, ooh, stinker bitch. I don't think we are because all the other girls were like, ooh, savage. Like, I won't repeat it to you, <laughs> Lawrence. Well, you know how the queens can be dramatic, so not, let's not give them too many flowers all Drama. at once. Yeah, I don't know, girl. That was a bit rude. <laughs> so, yes. Then, before leaving the workroom, RuPaul tells the girls, whichever queen does not wear the best outfit will be up for elimination. Bye bye You're sending your besties home. See you in the next lap. It's time to break up. <laughs> bye bye. Um, so Veronica is shook by this news. She does not want it to be her fault that her bestie could go home, which in this case is Tia. 
And she's very torn up about this. I mean, it's sad. Like, you're getting to know these queens finally. You're building bonds and friendships and relations. And yeah, it would suck to have to send someone that you actually like being around home. Yeah, big time. Like, I get it. But also, it's like a competition. So, uh... (laughs) Right. Well, and that's where it's like, well, it's not really sending your person home because... If Tia would have, I mean, Tia didn't go home, first of all, but like, it's all up to <laughs> wow. them anyway. <laughs> you yeah. know what Spoiler I mean? Like, no, I, I, I feel you. Like, if, yeah, just make a good dress. That's all that really matters. It just is kind of like you could be in the bottom six versus the top six or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Top five, top four. It's five and five, actually. So, okay. <laughs> sorry. Wow. This is his first time watching, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of drag race. <laughs> I keep getting season 13 and this season mixed up. Like, <laughs> yeah. It all blends. At, at one point, it starts to all blend. It does. So, yes. Yeah, so then we continue with the uh, origin story episode. Lots of story to get through here. Um, so then <laughs> we learn that uh, Lemon wears the color yellow because um, it represents healing and positivity. And also it's one of the colors that represents the non-binary flag. Mm-hmm. And that is how she identifies. Yeah, I liked I liked hearing the story behind the yellow. I did appreciate that, Jenny. Yeah, I really liked hearing Jenny's story. It was, I mean, it was very sad, like that she's going through all that she's going through and, you know, still struggling with it. But I don't know. I really appreciated like her opening up on the show. And we honestly just haven't gotten a lot of information or haven't gotten a lot of scenes with like the queens that are non-binary. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I liked it. And, and Ginny, she admits to not loving herself. I've had it drummed into my head that I am basically worthless and that I am nothing. So going through this whole process is so overwhelming because I'm hearing nice things and I'm trying my hardest to believe them because I haven't felt it before. Which only goes to prove RuPaul wrong, actually, because she doesn't love herself, but we all do. So... Ooh. Ooh. We just... Write it down. Broke the whole foundation to this show, girl. Write it down, listeners. And you know if anyone (laughs) um, understands this journey, it's the three of us. We've talked on past episodes, off-season episodes, about our growth and coming out and just kind of being comfortable in our skin. And it's an ongoing struggle for all of us. So just do your best. Be kind to yourself and know that you are beautiful. Fuck what those assholes on the app say because they're they're surfing for validation from taps or whatever we want to call them or swipe <laughs> rights or whatever we call the them. The tap queens. The tap queens. Like there's more to life than those bastards and they're miserable. Let me tell you, they're miserable. So be you and yeah. be happy. You are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's for sure. But you didn't think it was going that way, did you? You thought I was going Christina. I'm like a bird. Put a bird on it. <laughs> Come through, Crystal Gaga. Method. Yes. Crystal method. Yes. <laughs> Um, so then uh, Bimini is sort of like eavesdropping on this conversation because she is also non-binary. And then Jenny and Bimini have a great conversation about what it means to be non-binary to them. And I really thought this was great because this felt like a more genuine uh, conversation. And, and it was great for visibility as well for the non-binary community and and other people that may be struggling with their gender identity. Totally. This is the content the world needs to see because when people connect to these personas and entities that they see through their TV screens, it opens doors and it makes people think in a more positive way. So, or I like to hope it makes people think in a more positive way. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I just think Bimini brought up a good point. It's like, we're asking like people to let us identify ourselves. Like, it's like, I don't understand why people get so up in arms about shit like this. It's like, let them define who they are. You know, they don't know whether they're female male or, you know, it's like they're or neither or neither. Right. It's like, it's their, it's their journey to take. So Mm -hmm. it's just like everyone else just needs to shut the fuck up and listen to them. 
basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was such a good conversation. I mean, and then, you know, Jenny says, every day of my life, I've grown up thinking I'm ugly and stupid. Like, and I just kind of, you know, that resonated with me. And I'm sure maybe both of you at one and I'm sure lots of people listening. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But, um, but yeah, no, specific, you know, to put it more specifically to me, because that's all I can relate to is, you know, I just really related because I, you know, growing up, I just never got to feel like I was pretty either and still don't really, but you know, I'm trying and, um, you know, I'm, I may not be, you know, ugly and stupid, like maybe I'm just ugly now and not stupid, (laughs) (laughs) but you're not ugly. You're not stupid, but I totally understand where you're coming from, sis. I mean, Seth is a perfect example of, um, like me earlier, you heard me teasing when we were talking about the, um, sexy, sexiness, whatever we were talking about. I forgot already. It's the Merlot. Sorry. Um, (laughs) blame it on the alcohol. I am, and y'all can keep it. I don't want to hear any tweets about this. I'm blaming it on the Merlot. But um, Seth actually pushed me over the edge, and sidebar, I'm a terrible nail biter, but Uh when my nails are done, I don't bite them, and they grow, and they don't look like they've been put through a paper shredder. (laughs) Which is always a positive. (laughs) Which is always a positive. And Seth actually kind of, he introduced me to a nail brand actually that I liked. They're vegan. I'm not vegan full time, but I appreciate what they're doing with their product. And I bought a lot of colors to try (laughs) and I've been having so much fun just like walking into the liquor store and seeing these old black dudes (laughs) behind the counter, like look at my nails and I'm like, yes, bitch, this is called soft serve. I love it. Now, can I have a fifth of makers, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and that's why I like wearing nail polish, because it does make me feel a little bit less ugly, and it makes me feel more confident. It's baby steps, and it's something you enjoy, and it's for you. It's not for anybody else. Like, yes, if my nails are done, I don't bite my nails, but I also happen to love the way my fingers look when they're not chewed up. So give me all the polish. (laughs) And if you do chew them up, you'll just get lead poisoning, and it's fine. <laughs> there's my there's my next diet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so yeah, keep keep it up, everybody. Let's end this with a positive note here. Yes, one day at a time. Yes, mama, one day at a time. Don't let the haters get to you because they're really just projecting and live your most authentic life, whether it comes to uh, your gender, your race, your sexuality, whatever, you know, is unique about you. Don't let anyone dim your flame. Embrace it. It's your superpower. Yes, girl. Um, So to continue on, uh, Veronica starts obsessing over why Tia changed her idea for the dress. Girl, it's not your dress. Let Tia do what she wants, honey. I know. (laughs) I couldn't figure out if it was out of concern or like if they had had a conversation and they were going to try to do something together, even though it's like you're against each other. I think Veronica's just being like, I don't know, obsessed with Tia, to be honest. Well, that's her bestie. But also like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like she wanted the best for Tia or if she was like, oh, like, I don't know. If she was just no. like needed to be in control of Tia's outfit. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> well, both of what you said, I definitely um, lean more towards. I I did think that she meant well for Tia. Like I I definitely read it more as a like, girl, what are you doing? Like we can't reach too far for the star. <laughs> right. Um, so then Ahura rolls around on the floor while talking about being blacklisted <laughs> in the fashion industry because she does oh. drag. So she wants to show her skills on the runway that she learned in England's premier fashion institute. I don't know what that institute is. I'm also very curious to know who she's worked with because come on, people. Like if you're in the modeling industry, any arts or fashion type of gig you're gonna be around drag queens queer people like who were these assholes like marco marco hello 
<laughs> yeah, I don't get it, Queen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of fun to watch a horror roll on the floor where she belongs. <laughs> <laughs> She's better than one of those Roombas or whatever the fuck yeah, they're girl. called. Just eh, you missed a spot, a horror. Get over there in the corner, girl. <laughs> over here. Get in there. Get in there, real good. Yeah, that's why she hasn't been eliminated yet. <laughs> She's cleaning the studio. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's like time for the runway, so we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll be right back to discuss all of the homemade looks that we saw on the runway. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get into all of the looks that we saw on the runway. Who wore it best? Yes. Love this category. Shade ready. Shade ready, girl. (laughs) I was trying to think of a cute word, but it just didn't come to me. I did like this concept, though. Like the frenemies. That was fun. Ooh, frenemy battle. Yes, bitch. There it is. There you go. Were there any looks that stood out to you? Do you think anybody who was put in the up for elimination group should have been in the top? Yeah. Stoney, would you like to go first? Well, I think Tace kind of got like a raw deal because I was not here for Ahura's look. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I think I personally enjoyed Tace's better than Ahura's. Yeah. Same. Oh, my God. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. <sighs> okay. So wearing black, wearing black on any RuPaul's Drag Race stage you need to just go there with it. And I could read Tace's outfit better on stage. I like the flowiness of um, Ahura's kind of cape jacket thing that was happening with the hair and the beret moment. I thought that was very cute. I did not like this fucking bodysuit. Like, what was that, sis? I thought we were going to be covered, completely covered in stones. Like, at the rate we were moving, maybe it was just editing at the rate, um, putting the stones on the garment. But those like sparkly leg warmers, honestly, they looked better in the untucked moment because they weren't on that stage. Like, you know, all that shit gets washed out by those lights, girl. (laughs) And it looked like your feet were like, you're trying to keep your feet from swelling or something. Like, what was that? Like, that's what I wear under my dress when I'm trying to look snatched. (laughs) Yeah. Girl, I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it at all. But was it fashion? I guess it was fashion because fashion is questionable sometimes. I think it was fashion. I don't know. It must have been fashion. Pieces of it are fashion, I guess. It just seemed like a little too busy for me, Ahura's look. Yes, maybe that's it. The small ass like hat with this large like Christina Aguilera wig. Uh And I don't like the leggings with the catsuit and... It was just weird. I don't know. I just don't understand her look. So I personally enjoyed Tace's better. Yeah. The only the only place Tace went wrong was the hair. The hair looked fine, but it was too soon. I think yeah. it would have looked better with a snatched fierce ponytail or a very sharp like bob or something that like statement piece to totally. serve that outfit proper. And you know, Tace has those long wigs she could put in a t- ponytail. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then I guess next we have, uh, let's talk (laughs) about Jenny Lemon and Sister Sister. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let me just start off first with Sister Sister. Let's just go there first. I'm just going to sit down. I don't know what the fuck Sister Sister's been doing, like, really with all of her looks. And this one, to me, was not, like, good at all. I don't understand. I just don't understand the looks. I don't understand the blue face. What is that? Is is this a Smurf fantasy? Like, did she love the Smurfs? Like, I don't is this know. part of the sister sister story? I wanted to like sister sister. Like, 
on the Meet the Queens, I was like, I really like her. She yeah. seems fun and weird. Yeah. <laughs> but then like the fun went away. And 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 it's also another outfit with a giant circle on the front. Yeah. That's and, the part I don't understand. I feel like I'm doing geometry, bitch, and I hate math. So you need to explain. And like part and this is the part that's not clear. Is she wearing a blue face as a nod to the purple circle from the or the blue circle from the last? outfit that she wore oh oh are they all connected is that I what's don't going know. on that's why i feel like i could just be grasping at straws trying to oh. make sense of anything that she's doing i don't remember actually. the first episode when she did that weird thing with her like covering her face and then she did it again yes yeah and then so i wonder if she is connecting all the outfits well listen if i don't get a sasha velour like lookbook at the end of the season i'm gonna be real pissed and even more annoyed maybe so. she's like doing some like four-dimensional chess shit that we just don't see yeah maybe <laughs> oh, <we're... laughs> maybe next week she'll have like a pink face or something if it is then we fucking we're on to something here stay tuned everybody <laughs> if that happens i will fall off of the couch girl e- even if that's what's happening i still don't enjoy it. it's it's not enough you know creativity to make up for these looks so yeah i'm not buying it i'm just not buying it i guess the pants were cute like oh is it a pant or is it all one piece but yeah in the end not really (laughs) like that's i'm literally reaching here you see what's happening i just can't pink and peach are not a great color combo so terrible terrible but then what about jenny lemon's like tube top dress Y'all are going to think I'm some assholes, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. Okay, I did not like this. I appreciate Jenny stepping out of the box and trying something new. I It's very scary, especially if it's not something you do regularly. It's way out of your box. I appreciate that. But this is RuPaul's Drag Race, and I don't, I don't know. Like, you have enough drag experience to know that that hip needed to come out more or you're boobies needed to be a little bigger to make that look work i did not like the jewelry i get that it's a breastplate but i didn't need cuffs on your wrist and your neck and i thought that the wig looked a little tired the makeup looked a little tired i'm sorry jenny i was not buying it and we could have went with a darker pink to make that dress a little more fierce with a darker stocking and a pink fucking shoe you don't have to have lemon everywhere like we already had a lemon on drag race well that's her signature if sister sister can wear circles on every outfit why can't she wear a yellow well bitch put it on an earring or a hair piece or something we need to think outside of the box leave jenny lemon alone i mean she did she dressed like she's never she put on a pink dress and she (laughs) kept on her fucking yellow stockings and yellow is my favorite color she wore she put hip pads on for the first time and she wore heels on the runway (laughs) oh cool just like max decided not to wear a gray wig and got sent home and then um dusty ray didn't do the dots and got sent home need Uh, i go on it sounds like you don't want to fancy a slice (laughs) not this week no i don't wow I guess I, I don't feel as strongly <laughs> about this as Jamal does. Sorry, Queens. I didn't like I it. I mean, I think she they tried. Just... She's trying to she look tried. sexy. She tried. That's I all mean, I thought it was kind of cute in a way because it was like, it was like she was trying to be the cool mom or whatever. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. She was like a rocker mom, like yeah. grown up. Yeah. Now that is one thing I do appreciate about Jenny is that you know exactly who Jenny is no matter what they are wearing. And you could feel like that confidence was still there on the stage, but I just wasn't buying the dress. I thought it was a little simple. Rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's move on to our next pairing here, which is Veronica Green and Tia Coffee. <laughs> oh, Tia. She tried. I love me some Tia. I did not think the stress was that horrible, but Usus, it was it was dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, but I also don't think Veronica's dress was that great either. Like, I was going to say that no, too, actually. Definitely Ver- not. Veronica got like a huge like pass because totally. Tia's was bad as well. So Totally. Yeah, I don't know. That left titty was a little tired. Yeah. And there's just nothing to it, really. Like, her, I mean, it was very basic as fuck. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it was lined. And I was like, you put kind of an ugly lining in your dress. Like, 
I hate, okay, maybe I'm just like a jewel tone kind of queen, but that lime shit, like Tia's dress would have looked much better if she just used the same kind of tone or darker greens. It would have come off way better than it did with that lime-ass yellow top. And Veronica's wasn't bad. It just needed a little bit of editing and tweaking, like let's check ourselves in the mirror. What do we look like when we're walking? Because the left side of her top piece, the... um. I don't know. Her I'm losing goal. words. I'm getting I'm getting drunk, I guess. Um, <laughs> the left titty was just sagging lower than the other one. And it looked like it was like a sizing thing. Like maybe it was cut improperly. Well, not all women's breasts are the same size, girl. Well, that's fine. But it's, I mean, we can all put ourselves together, right? I mean. I mean, it was literally flapping. Like she, if that's your actual titty, I'm not going to say anything. But this is the garment. She's every woman, girl. And you're a bird chest ass drag queen, so I need you to fix that shit. Wow, Jamal's feeling in some type of way this week, you guys. Yeah, lots of energy to purge. Sorry. All right. Well, Not I guess sorry. we should just move on um, <laughs> to uh, Estina Mandela and Bimini Bamboulash. Who did you like, Sony? Um, Bimini. Well, Bimini was awesome because. I don't know. Bitch. I loved everything about it. It was like her hair and I loved um I don't know what you call the thing that was on top of her head like like a fascinator? Yeah, or something, whatever that's called. I could be wrong. And then I don't know, just like the fabric like on her back how it was like kind of like the netted or whatever. Yes, it, it just, looked luxurious. Honestly, like hers might have been my favorite of the night. Like I know Lawrence and Ellie were cool, but like I don't know. I just thought hers was so unique and fun. It was totally unique. I love Bimini so much. Like at first I was like, okay, this bitch is getting a pass just because Rue thinks that she's like this naked twink that we're going to keep on the show. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. But I I like Bimini. I like that we can see there's versatility there. We can still be sexy and show different looks like this is what i want to see like you can still be you and have your personality in it we still saw all those cakes which i appreciated we all know how i feel about cakes yeah but she's also showing us characters on the stage like i like how they're playing with different wigs different stylings um even the way they're walking i think that bimini could be a dark horse and we need to keep our eyes on them yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah, I think this is very, you know, she said she was paying homage to Vivian Westwood, and I could yes. definitely see that influence. I mean, absolutely. She, she was showing off her best assets um, in this <laughs> look here. <laughs> and Estina, girl, you did look like a gymnast. I, I think that you got a raw deal, but that was a little safe, sis. I have more comments on that when we get to judging. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Estina's look was... I don't know. I just feel like she should have worn like that color blue she was wearing was kind of dark and mm-hmm. it didn't really pop as much. So like maybe she should yes. use a lighter blue. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so then finally we have Lawrence Cheney and Ellie Diamond. It was hard for me to pick a favorite here. Yeah. But just the bougie inside of me really likes Lawrence's look. And then like the I'm going clubbing, bitch. Fuck you. Um, I'm sexy. You're not was feeling Ellie's look. <laughs> I know both of these queens just they did such a good job with both the looks like I don't even it just looks so polished and not something that was designed like by you know in the workroom yeah or picked up at Party City yeah yeah well I I like both of them but I only like Ellie's a little bit less because I don't like that weird like string thing she had like hanging around her that was just like to me that was just a hair too much going Mm -hmm. on Mm-hmm. I appreciate what like all the effort and work that goes into Ellie's looks, but I totally agree. That was an editing moment. I didn't need that either. Yeah, and, and Lawrence just had a pretty mermaid dress on, like just looked really put together. There wasn't anything I could pinpoint that I would remove or anything that looked like it wasn't too much. You know, there wasn't too much jewelry. There wasn't too many. Yeah. Too anything. It was just a really solid look. And see, I guess I can comment on this now in comparison to Estina's because Lawrence's look did look very simple yes but it was very well done it looked like a story it looked like you can be flipping through your favorite drag catalog and you would see this dress that you would covet from the drag Saks fifth avenue like it just looked very simple yes but very chic and astina's she could have kept it simple like she did but it 
it didn't rise to like that level, like the simple chicness. It wasn't, it wasn't that you could do this in any color. Yeah. And Lawrence slayed that shit. I was impressed. Yes, definitely. I was also impressed with Lawrence. I thought Ellie did a great job though as well. It's just unfortunate the structure of the the show. One person has mm-hmm. to be in the bottom. So that is Ellie. <laughs> By Queen. Close call, though. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so between Taste and Ahura, Ahura wore it best. Between Ginny Lemon and Sister Sister, Sister Sister wore it best, supposedly. <laughs> between Veronica and Tia, Veronica wore it best. Between Estina and Bimini, Bimini wore it best. And finally, between Lawrence and Ellie, Lawrence wore it best, with the overall winner of this challenge being Lawrence Cheney. Congratulations, Lawrence. Yes. I think that's Lawrence's first uh, repeater. Yeah. Lawrence's first repeater badge girl. Very well-deserved, I believe. Very much so. Yeah. Well-deserved. And I think this is a boost that Lawrence needs moving forward. It's like, you're enough, queen. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yes, girl. So then uh, Rue makes all the girls in the bottom group cry on the runway. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, tell me your personal story and cry for me, please. Oh, great. Next. All right. (laughs) I don't, I could not have that job. Like I, I'm such a crybaby. Like my makeup would just be all kinds of fucked up. But then I'd be like, listen, no one from the pink is safe. I didn't like, I didn't like it. So I'm talking to everyone else. Yeah, girl. Again, sister, sister should have been the bottom, but we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) So then in Untucked, Ahura is disappointed that she didn't win because this is her forte, supposedly. Uh, Then Veronica says that maybe she didn't win because she spent too much time helping Tace with her luck. Ooh, the shade, Veronica. She was like, you made that look. And I was like, ooh, you better not let Taste um, hear you said that shit because I don't think you can survive Taste. I just have a strong feeling about that. Ahura wasn't ready to get that attitude back, I don't think. No, she absolutely was not. Yeah, I was kind of here for Veronica coming for Ahura and like just the way that she was just like bitch like even the tia thing i was just like yes veronica someone needs to check that bitch she needs to be knocked down a few pegs okay these are the queens that deserve to maybe have a nice fall down a flight of stairs um once or twice a year just to remind themselves that you know life could be much worse and i don't have to be such an evil bitch yeah i mean sometimes life gives you lemons and then you just have to make (laughs) lemonade i don't know (laughs) Yeah, she could have kept that those comments to herself. I think that Ahura is the type, very predictable, very like, you know, this is the gay world, unfortunately. Very one-dimensional. One-dimensional, love the sounds of their voice. They think they're being shady, or they, let me take that back, they know they're being shady, and then they try to play it off care. like, oh, ha ha, and it's like, no, bitch, you know what you're saying, so let's not, I mean, we saw it in the preview for next week, I said some things about yes. you. Yes, okay, I wanted to talk about that, so now what that you brought it up. What the fuck did you say, bitch? Why you gotta tell me now that we're in these mirrors, because Ugh. you know the internet's about to drag your ass? Well, guess what? They're gonna drag you anyway, bitch, and you look dusty as fuck, and those duck lips, put some color on them, because I don't even know you have lips. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, so... <laughs> transition into the comment i wanted to make about the preview we saw is sorry i was triggered i feel like ahora is just like producing her like story art too much because she's like what is her goal is to be just like the most like vile bitch like like coming in this like show and then she's like well now i'm gonna apologize to someone and i've learned my lesson of humility like girl no No. one believes you Uh uh-uh well yeah Uh -uh. i don't know like the entire time and the untucked she just like she was like, I hate, she was basically like, I hate all you bitches. Like, that was fugly. So like, sour. Just like, come on. Yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> say something like positive about anybody, even yourself. And meanwhile, we're like standing yes. over here for Tia coffee. And she's like, Tia's not funny. She never says anything funny. She needs to go home. Oh, my I'm gosh. Like, it's what? like, <laughs> do you not see RuPaul cackling at the end of that stage, bitch? What show are you watching? I want to, I, I have a soft spot 
for Ahura in the sense that I have done a lot of growing up in my 34 years. The Jamal that a lot of you see today is not the Jamal um, that arrived at IU's campus or or that arrived in the gay bars for the first time. Like I used to just like pop off and just say whatever the fuck I wanted. A little nicer than Ahura, but I still said whatever the hell I wanted. But yeah. You, it's called delivery. It's called emotional intelligence. You have to treat people like human beings. And it's, I feel like as soon as someone does this to Ahura, she's going to be a bag of tears. And I'm not going to be here for it. I'm just not. Right. Um, because Ahura basically says that, you know, Tia's desperate and, and Ahura is so frustrated because she's seeing all these people leaving the competition and Tia is still there. And... Um, Veronica, of course, sticks up for her bestie. Veronica's not having it. And I thought that was a little bit crossing the line of uh, horror because it's not her decision who stays and who goes. Some of my um, shadier family would say, this is the bitch you call when it's time to roll up. If we're about to go key a bitch's car or go kick someone's ass, um, Veronica's probably driving. And I'm here for a bitch like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then it's so sad because Tia comes back into the workroom so upset and she just says, you know, like she knows the girls are counting her, the days till she goes home. And so it's just not like a good feeling for her. And I'm sure it's not helping her confidence. It has to be hard. I couldn't like, I mean, we. it's easy for us to talk on the podcast, but in a scenario like that, I feel like I would be a total wreck. And for the most part, I'm pretty, I've grown to be a pretty confident person, but I feel like Drag Race would just like drag me by my last edge <laughs> so yeah totally i feel for tia yeah same you know she just wants to be there so bad but you know she's been struggling a little bit so far so you know yeah so then you know back on the runway taste jenny and ellie are safe which means that tia and Estina are the bottom two this look tia all right yep <laughs> What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say it's stunning and you should have been in the top. It's a sensational garment. And in fact, you want to wear it yourself because it's so well constructed. <laughs> you know, before the lip sync started, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to just have to sit here and see Tia go home. Mm-hmm. And then surprise, surprise, in the upset of the season... Tia stays, which means Astina gets sent home. I think the internet ah. was shook, girl. Yeah, we weren't. We definitely weren't expecting it. Yeah, I think it was just like shocking because Astina has been so good this season, and it was just like really Astina went home after like one fuck up during the design challenge, and she has a root like, badge, and she yeah. has a she has a win. And like my thing is, I wasn't like mad about. Tia staying because I love Tia so much so it was like I don't know it's more just like mad because I was like damn like somebody like sister sister should have went home <laughs> listen <week." laughs> the entire pink team got such a fucking pass are you kidding me keep it keep it Max went home as soon as they did not wear a gray wig as soon as Dusty did some regular ass makeup that y'all was calling for you sent her ass home what's different about this bitch Rue what is different? Because I am confused as a viewer, and I think that maybe both of the team members on the pink team should have been singing, okay, singing for their life. So, I mean, I understand your feelings about Jenny Lemon this week, but I, I think the reason why these two were in the bottom is because their outfits were the most basic. And <laughs> while Jenny's outfit was still a bit basic, she was trying something new and following RuPaul's suggestion so i think rupaul is like okay so she's listening she's doing what i'm asking her to do so i want to see what she does in the future so i think that's why she gets to be like the top of the bottom three right just like max and dusty did yes Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's why I think that Estina and Tia were in the bottom. Of course, we didn't want to see either of them go. Yeah. I don't know how Sister Sister has escaped the bottom three or episodes in, but dear God, if she's not in the like, I just did she do some like voodoo before she went into this competition or like what she what's worked going a spell on? or something because I don't I don't know I don't get it, Queen. Is she sucking willies or? like what's going on here 
There's some but, tomfoolery here. But I mean, for real though, Estina, like, I mean, you said it yourself. You didn't want to just serve the body, but I mean, that's exactly what you did. Like we could have done a full length blue garment. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel the way I feel. Yeah. And unfortunately it's like, I like Estina too, but I feel like there's more I want to see from Tia. And I feel like we've seen yes, like what Estina yes. can do. I agree. I agree. Because um, with Drag Race 2, you have to keep in mind, you have to... You have to do that different thing, that standout thing that you're maybe not comfortable with, whatever that it is, whatever it's going to propel you to the it factor, make them see you as like, oh, they've got it. You have to just push yourself as push yourself there as soon as you can. That's not saying show all of your fanciest, most expensive looks, but think outside (laughs) of the box because the biggest mistake was the top for me with the Stina. It's like, you know, you have those broad ass shoulders, girl. We need to soften that up just a smidge and you probably would have been safe. Although I think she should have stayed, but you know, I'm not RuPaul. My name's (laughs) not on the show. Yeah. And you're not cutting the checks. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, Stoney, why don't you update us on the Fantasy League? What's going on here? I I feel like I may have made a comeback of some sorts. You did make a comeback. So after, (laughs) sorry, after three full episodes, I am in last place with 75 points. Oh, no. (laughs) Jamal's in second place with 90 (gasps) points. Did you say second? Yes. Dethroned, girl. And then Seth is in first place with 100 full points. Yes. She's coming up. Crown it, girl. Call it a day. We need to watch this queen. She's a sneaky one. Yes. Yes. My queen Lawrence (laughs) that nobody else wanted saved me this week. Hey, I'm happy to eat crow about Lawrence because I gay gasped when I saw that outfit. Yes. Um, All right. Well, we made it through another fun week here at you know rupaul's drag race uk thanks for coming everybody of course make sure you subscribe like tell friends you know it's all a kiki here we love all of our uk listeners covering this uk season we hope we're doing your queen's justice let us know if we are or if we're not (laughs) yes and listeners i do still have um some review plans this year i would really like to see us have more ratings and reviews so our international queens i don't want to leave you out i'm looking for a way to incorporate and share all of our international reviews probably on an instagram live or an exclusive blog post via video on the website so keep leaving those reviews we appreciate you we see you all over listening and we love you for it thank you yes no thank you thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys thanks so much for listening yeah again we'll be back of course tomorrow with season 13 coverage and um you know more after that in the following week so make sure you stay caught up because if you stay caught up then you don't gotta get caught up yes all right we'll be back next week or we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> bye <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>